In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Fallon Carter. And let's meet our real Betches Bride for the week, an actual Betches Bride fan who is actively planning their wedding. It's my goal to help guide them through the process with practical tips and expert insights. Everyone, please meet Alex Piscatelli. Hello, yeah. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on. Your wedding is a stone's throw away, as, I, as one of my, my mom would say. Tell us more about what you're planning, where it's at. Give us a little bit of background about what y'all doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we had, I will say we are very spontaneous people. So I have to preface it with that. Um, we currently live in Portland, Maine. And uh, my fiance, Jack, and I are both from California. Uh, we had moved here for family reasons. I was in Massachusetts and then he got a job in Maine. And so now we found ourselves in this state we've never been to before living here and uh, don't plan to stay for very long. Um, our next step is <laughs> we want to go back to California. So while we were here, we were like, you know what? F it. Let's get married in Maine and let's do this. Let's uh, make a make a, a good memory here in this place that we found ourselves in. Um, so we... I've always been someone who's been like unsure about the traditional proposal. I don't like surprises. <laughs> I definitely wanted to be kind of in on my proposal. So we had always planned, oh, we'll get married, engaged in 2023, married in 2024. Um, I always said, I kind of want to propose to him. Like, let's let's figure this oh, out. And <laughs> saucy. All right. Don't hurt him now. <laughs> and so we were in last fall in October, we were just driving around Portland and we drove by Portland, Maine, and we drove by uh, City Hall and there was a wedding being set up in front of City Hall. And he and I looked at each other and we were like, what if we got married here next year? <laughs> And alas, it all began. We were like, okay, I guess we're engaged now. <laughs> and then the planning began. Mm, oh my God. That's a TV show right there. I would watch that. That's a cute, that, that sounds very Hallmark story-esque. Like you need to write a script, girl. Um, yes, I love it. <laughs> so Portland, Maine, super cute, super quaint. You're doing it 420 is your wedding date? Yes. My wedding date is 420, which is when we're doing, uh, we're going to do a little city hall ceremony with just our siblings on 420, which okay. uh, is significant for me because that was when my parents were married. Um, and my parents have both, okay. I was very close with them. They've both passed away. Um, but we wanted I'm to so really sorry. honor them with that date. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and then the next day, uh, we're having a ceremony and reception with kind of our closest friends. We're keeping it very small with about 55 people. Um, so Love. we want to have a full celebration for those two days uh, with the ones we love. All right, perfect. So talk to me a little bit more about the budget that you started out with and maybe a little bit more about your where your budget's going now. Totally. Um, so originally we were saying, let's do this as cheap as possible. And full disclosure, I was very uh, unaware and ignorant to how much <laughs> weddings can be. Tell <laughs> so, me more. <laughs> <laughs> we had 
originally started off being like, let's try to get a backyard. Let's try to do this as cheap as possible. But uh, as as California people in Maine, we realized that April's probably not a good backyard <laughs> time of year. Um, and we ended up getting this venue. It's called One Longfellow Square in Portland. And it's a small music venue, like a community venue in Portland. Um, and it ended up being 2900 for an all-day rental. Um, which we- That's amazing! Amazing. I did not know this was possible. We everything else was like 12,000 plus. So we found this and we were like, yes, easy. (laughs) Like 2K. Girls, okay. Everyone heard that, right? If you're looking for a budget wedding, head on over to Portland, Maine. Keep going, Alex. (laughs) Yes. It may be more. We got, I feel like we're finding ourselves getting very lucky by our wedding is like a week or two before I'm. What I've now learned is peak wedding season. So yes, I think ma'am. we've gotten we've gotten so lucky <laughs> because our date is the date that it is. Um, okay. So we got this venue, and in the best way possible, it just has the best vibes. And uh, in the best way possible, it feels like it'll have the vibes of a high school dance, which I know sounds very cheesy, <gasps> but like that's the vibe I'm looking for. I just want to party and just be with my closest friends and just have fun. This. I'm here for everything about this. <laughs> this sounds delicious and delightful. Tell me more <laughs> about what number had you intended? Yeah, uh, originally and this is going to sound <laughs> this okay. Girl, safe space. Come on now, bring it home. <laughs> so originally I was Come like, on. you know what? Anything's possible. I bet I can do it under 3k. <laughs> just just And then that venue it. price hit you and you were like, "Huh, I wonder." Yeah, that's the second I was like, you know what? I don't <laughs> think that's possible. So it's it's we've just been kind of slowly moving up and up in price. Mm-hmm. Now we've settled mm-hmm. on total we want to pay no more than 10k, hopefully. <laughs> okay. I I'm here for it. And the you got a venue that's good. What's included with your venue? I think that's a yeah. like a pro tip. Like if you're on a budget wedding, moment find a venue that has as much as you can get out of them talk to me about this venue do they have tables they have chairs what they got that you can use yes yes so they have all of that they have tables they have chairs they have um there's going to be a bartender there included like we not the drinks but the bartender themselves which is amazing so we didn't have to worry about that um they have a, a video projector they have the sound they have all of that so everything is completely included so mm. it it was a it was no question for us we had to do it I was like, sign right there. Do you have, do they have like um, lighting, like really cool lighting at all? Yes. Because it's yeah, a music Yeah, they have venue. lighting as well. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. It's honestly like I'm getting excited I... <laughs> recapping it right now. <laughs> your excitement is making me excited. I want. We're going to have to definitely get your Instagram later so we can follow along because yes. I want to see how this plays out. And okay, so you've got 55 people. You guys are doing... Um, a ceremony at City Hall, getting the marriage license, mm-hmm. doing the whole thing. And then you're going to walk over to this venue, maybe have a little cocktail hour moment. Talk to me about the food and beverage. Like, how are you finding, what did you do that was economical? Yeah. Yeah, so what we're doing is anyone in Maine probably knows this. Uh, I am a newcomer, so I have learned the power of Amato's in Maine. Um, it's kind of this chain, and and, and it's like a sandwich, uh, pasta, uh, salad type of place. So we're going to do just like a big bundles of all these different kinds of foods yeah. and have them just available, a buffet. It's like Panera. Like, exactly. Uh, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, cool. Okay. So we've got some bites for people. You already have a photographer. 
and mm. you said a friend is marrying you. You're going to do mm-hmm. kind of another a secondary ceremony at this place that everyone can witness. And then you okay. have a DJ. I think you're on your way to success. You've got some tables. You've got some chairs. But my my concern right here is you don't have a day of planner or like right. a day of coordinator. How is that making you feel right now? I think especially listening to podcasts like Betch's Brides, I think I have been very scared. <laughs> um, mm, I think tell me. what mm. I – so I've been so afraid and I think uh, I am just someone who is not like a very organized person. So I'm really trying to make sure I hone in on my organization skills as much as possible. And I think initially – uh, because we wanted to save money, we weren't going to do a DJ, which we realized was going to be stupid, especially when we want to dance and party and all that. Um, and you're so- at a music venue, but and I mean, to be honest, <laughs> you c- really could have like gotten your best friends. Like I have a lot of cool music friends. I could probably right. forego a DJ and be like, yo, just pass the aux cord, like, totally. and give everyone set times. If So if you're look, if you can't really afford a DJ, get your musically inclined friends. Get the dongle that goes with the iPhone so you can do the thing, rent some speakers and have everyone play. And I think that would be really fun. But in your case, you got a DJ. So you're set there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we, what really sold our decision to get the DJ is that the DJ will keep us on track for kind of Mm -hmm. walking down the aisle times for our first Mm -hmm. dance, for all these different elements of the, of the reception. And that was really kind of the key like seller for us. We were like, okay, we, for, for us in particular, since we're not doing that day of coordinator, I think we really need that DJ in order to do that. Um, so that has been kind of our thought process. To be honest, your photographers generally like, I, Hearing from other couples that don't have planners, the photographer is usually that one that's because they're with you earliest in the day. Mm, So pro tip, hair and makeup is usually the thing that will make or break your schedule because the moment that you run late on hair and makeup, which is usually when your photographer is meeting you first, getting you in the dress, that whole thing. If that runs late, it's going to snowball effect before you even meet DJ man. So pro tip, do a run of show. Get that. I know. You're going to suss out that organization skills. Even reach out to some planners that you may not be able to necessarily afford, but say, hey, is there a way you can just help me put a timeline together so that way I can give it to the photo and the DJ and all the other people so that way they know what's going on. So when I'm crying and having the best time in my life and like drunk off champagne, someone (laughs) else is over there in charge. Also think of a good friend of yours who may not, you know, that is super organized that you can ask for like, hey, girl can you at least get us to the reception? And then from that, you can eat and do your thing. What are your thoughts there? Oh, definitely. (laughs) I love that advice. And it's very funny because all my closest friends are great organizers. So I think (laughs) it's wonderful. Being the chaotic friend has its perks because I think- uh, No, we love y'all. We do. We love, because you're the ones that takes us on the spontaneous trips and we'll organize the details on the back end. But we're like, wow, I'm so glad she had that great idea to bring us here. So we appreciate our unorganized friends. Yes. (laughs) I love it. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just ninety eight dollars a month. 
you can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Oh, I spill something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to pivot into a little bit more of a serious note here because both of your parents are above us and you want to honor them and you're Mm -hmm. thinking of some ideas. Have you and your fiance thought through any topics or what's on your mind right now to to make yeah. space for them on this special day? Yeah, no, what's interesting. So my my dad passed, I'm 26 for context, and my dad passed away when I was 17. Um, and my mom passed away last last uh January in 2022. Mm. Um, and I mean, I am I was incredibly close with my parents and mm. both of them were my best friends growing up, and then especially losing my dad, having my mom there. I mean we got even closer if that was possible. And it, it, it's, it's been such a hard, uh, it's, it's been so difficult without them. And I think my fiance and I really take time to like honor them and talk about them almost every day. Um, and one, Mm. so one great thing I will say is that, uh, my fiance, both of us are media people and he works in, uh, TV news. So he has those video editing skills down. So he's going to be looking at old, my, my dad also used to kind of video record absolutely everything. So we have like a ton of uh, family videos. So my fiance is going to put together. I know one thing for sure is he's going to put together a video that we're going to show uh, at our wedding. But otherwise, I have not thought of what to do. Um, he and I are very like, I love to write. We're going to have like speeches that we want to give. And I really want to talk about my parents. And uh, I think we have kind of those two things that we decided we want to do, but otherwise not sure yet. I don't know if, uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if we're going to have seats dedicated to them. I think we are. Um, one thing also that is a bit kind of untraditional too, but I think makes most sense for my situation is, so I was never someone who like envisioned my wedding growing up. Um, Mm -hmm. and when I, so when I was in my 20s and envisioning a wedding, um, I was imagine my mom walking me down the aisle. And now that she can't, uh, I think my fiance and I are going to walk down together. Um, <gasps> yes. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. And we're going to do a – so my dad used to say the song, um, Heaven – 
da 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 must be missing an angel i know yeah. that's not charlie's angel song but go ahead yes yes <laughs> he used to say that that was my song that that song was about me um so we're gonna walk down the aisle to that song that's beautiful i am crying that is so nice <laughs> you're gonna make me cry now oh my god it's so nice um that is perfect. I think that is beautiful. I think everyone generally marks those seats at the top. I think that's beautiful. But it sounds like also music is going to play a part in, like you're saying, the media of it. Right. So you guys have that projector. And even if you don't have sound to it, I think playing something that maybe while you guys are doing your first dance, if that can play in the background, I think that would be super romantic or special. Mm-hmm. And I love that. also working with your officiant, like... Are there words that they can say that represent your parents, um, both of your parents, and mm-hmm. or have other people speak on their behalf um, and do like readings? Another like token, like if you're like, you know what, after we do the projector, it's fine. I always think of having some, if you have any leftover clothing or anything, a token from them, putting it on bouquets, putting it somewhere on inside of lapels, that kind of thing, just to have them literally on you or right Mm -hmm. by you is really nice and romantic. Um, Not necessarily romantic, but like you feel their presence a little bit. And, but other than marking the seat and just really paying it forward, the fact that you guys talk about them all the time, everyone's going to know that they're there. And that's so definitely. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. You guys already got great ideas. I love the playing the song. If there are any other songs, honey, because also the parent dances are a special portion of the day. So thinking through if you want to have someone step up and do a song that, you know, maybe means something to dad or moms, his mom. Oh my God, this is going to be so beautiful. I'm cr- Oh God, this is going to oh be my gosh. Alex. Thank you so what much. What were your parents' names? Yeah, my, my parents' names were Ron and Ellen. Are you guys going to do parent dance? Like, are you going to try and mimic parent dances with one of his parents? I don't think so. He isn't like super crazy about wanting to do a a parent dance either. I think we're probably going to forego that um, is probably what we're thinking. All right. And I think just doing the projection in the background while you guys are dancing will kind of cover the whole aesthetic. So girl, y'all are down. I got it. All right, cool. That's, yes. I love your ideas more than my idea. So keep, keep at it. Projection's a winner. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Thank you so much. <laughs> Way better. Way better. Okay. So we've got a venue. We've got the food happening. Everything's easy peasy. Is there anything you want to share about, I guess you're still waiting on some people con- to confirm. Is there anything else budget related that you didn't know in the beginning that you're like, I wish I had known beforehand that's kind of opened itself up that you'd love to let our listeners know about. Yeah, I would just say really kind of from the beginning, uh, decide what's most important to you. I Mm. think what was hard for me, and I'm looking at my budget again, I think I just wish (laughs) I I wish I admitted to myself from the beginning how much I would want like photography, how much I would want Mm. a DJ. Because I think I really, for the longest time, longest time, I got engaged like a couple months ago, but I think for the longest time, I was really thinking like, oh, it's okay. I don't need these certain things. I We can do it. But I think in order to make this a really special and memorable day, um, if you're able to, it's okay to spend that money and it's okay to a- allow yourself to budget for that and uh, 
and if you're able to to really splurge on what you can. A hundred percent. And now hindsight 2020, would you what was the intention behind having the wedding? Do you wish you would have eloped? Interesting. I don't I I think about it sometimes, but I really don't think so. I think for me and Jack, the people in our lives are so important to us. He and I are both like, we love to get together with people. We love to bring our friends together. We've always kind of been like that. And we both share those qualities even before we got together um, as individuals. Mm-hmm. We've always loved to like bring people together. Um, so I I feel really good about the decision to do this. I think, um, I almost wonder in hindsight, I don't think so. I, I'm I'm gonna say I don't think so, but I almost <laughs> I almost wonder if in hindsight maybe we should have waited till we could have a bigger wedding, but I don't think I'll feel that way. I think this doing this in yeah. Portland while we're living here and doing this spontaneous thing is so us. Um and yeah. I feel really happy that it it feels very authentic to who we are as a couple. And I think that's something people miss. It's like, you know. Yes, you can have a lavish, abundant wedding, but you can also do it on any budget. It really comes down to what you said. It comes down to your priorities. It comes down to what you truly want. You can make it work. You can have great sandwiches and salads and and the soup and and you can have a great DJ and you can make it easy. It's really coming down to what do you identify as a wedding? And really, it's just bringing two people together that love each other and saying, I do, in front of the nearest and dearest. It doesn't mean I need to have this lighting and these flowers hanging here. A wedding is simplified to that moment. So I I congratulate you on identifying what you wanted, stepping towards that. And yes, your budget grew, but you're still (laughs) below national average. So I congratulate you, girl, on making it crack. Um, And you still got, you have looks. You said you had multiple looks. So I'm like, I'm here for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, before we, before we wrap up, I do want to really quickly talk about, you're up in the air a little bit on the dessert front. Talk to me about cake and cupcakes and all of that. And, and let's, let's see if we can help you make a decision there. Yes. Yes. I would love that. I think, uh, what's hard for me is one, I've never been a cake person. Um, and Mm. two, I I don't really care about the cake. In, In my opinion, I, for me, don't really care about a cake cutting photo or anything like that. However, my fiance does want that. Um, (laughs) which I've questioned him. I've been like, why do you want that? Which (laughs) I'm being so judgmental, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) so I'm not really sure what we're going to do yet. Cause we also, I know he, he, I'm more willing to spend money than he is. So I know that he won't want to do anything super expensive when it comes to a cake or anything like that. Um, I feel like we were kind of considering perhaps like donuts or, or cupcakes, like you mentioned, but I'm not sure. And I can't decide. So I would love uh, to hear your advice on that. All right. I love either. But again, if you're not a cake person, cake is expensive. You don't really need it. And if you're going to do the photo, you can get a slice of cake and both cut that slice. And maybe you can get a slice from a place that actually makes fabulous cakes. But I agree that if he wants that picture and if he wants that moment, a small little cutting cake will do the trick. The thing to think about budget-wise is if you get a bigger cake, then you'll need the plates for it. You'll need little salad forks for people to use and then just serving it and someone to cut it. Um, in the right dimension. So that's just a whole, it's a labor of love, literally, to cut cake. And it's not my skill set. Some people are great at it. You would have to find that human. Um, I always think donuts, because people also want something that's familiar. So 
I love a just a dessert tray of great cookies, great little donuts, maybe some cupcakes. I'm a pie girl. I've had couples who cut apple pies. Like, choose Ooh. your adventure on what do you actually want and, like, what do you really like and have that there as opposed to, I would say, work with your caterer, too, or the person who's delivering the elements. See if they already have, like, cookies or sweet treats or tarts that you can just display and, you know, give everyone that little sweet toot moment that they're looking for. You guys cut Definitely. a little micro cake and, and budget for that. Yeah. I love that. I love thinking about what you like too. Cause I, uh, you can, if you can tell by my last name, I'm Italian. I love a cannoli. Yes. <laughs> so I feel like there you may go. have to do something like that. <laughs> yeah. And also, also lean into friends. I think more mm-hmm. when, when you're working in a budget like this, people understand how much things are. And if, and, and I guess everyone is coming, but in another scenario, if you had a local friend who maybe had a relationship with a bakery or is great at baking and you really can trust them, maybe lean on those resources that you already have to be like, girl, I need cannolis, I need black and white cookies or whatever it is that you're like, I need these elements. See if you can source them and put that agenda on them to help with the budget. But I would say lean into your culture, lean into what you like cannot get over and you're going to be drunk. So what would you want to grab? If you were running to the deli, like get your cannolis, girl. <laughs> Ooh, I love I love that advice. Like plan for drunk me. <laughs> Dr- plan for the drunk you always. I don't want no cake. I'm not going to eat that cake. And you're probably not going to eat that cake a year from now, which is what your fiance is probably going to want to do. So like, always talk to your baker to say, can this cake be frozen? Make sure that they say it can be frozen. And if not, I know some bakers generally will make you an anniversary cake like a a little micro one for the anniversary that's maybe fresh I'm just I'm not an egg freezed person so anyway Mm -hmm. um (laughs) work with your baker to figure out exactly what your cake is up to and how long um but I am excited for you Alex Thank you. This is this is. Oh my god, come through if you're free in (laughs) April to come to Maine. (laughs) Girl, I am down. Maine has always been on my list. I used to watch um, Murder She Wrote with my grandma when I was little. Oh my gosh, yes. So JB Fletcher used to live in Maine. I was like, I'm gonna go to Maine one day. So anyway, that's my (laughs) background. Um, we're about to get into some other details regarding some decor for you. And it sounds like we've got lighting, we've got projection, we've got sound already. So mm-hmm. we're going to bring on an expert in a quick second to answer some more of your decor questions. And now it's time to ask our expert. Each episode, we'll be inviting wedding experts and insiders onto the podcast to dig deeper into our bride's biggest problem areas. Today, we have the go-to budget wedding expert, Jessica Bishop, founder of website Budget Savvy Bride. Hi, Jessica. How are you? Hey, great. I'm so glad to be here. We're excited to have you. You're going to have so many answers for our sister Alex here. Alex, how are you doing (laughs) still? You good? (laughs) I'm good. I cannot wait. (laughs) All right. So some of the things that Alex has in her mind, she's got about $2,000 left in her budget. And she really wants to focus on how to do some decor. Um, and she also wants to do some gifting for her guests. So tell us, what, do, what should we be considering when we have limited budget? When it comes to DIY, is it worth it? Should we purchase the decor? Talk to us about that. 
I think there's so many things that come into play when you're considering whether or not to DIY something for your wedding. Obviously, like if you're trying to save money, it can make it seem really attractive to do things yourself, but you also have to weigh in the amount of time that you're going to have to spend to do that. So if you're on a time crunch or if you also need to buy additional supplies or tools to help you accomplish something that also gets added into the cost. So you really have to kind of weigh it up. Um, but I would say, you know, I, I'm curious, like, does this, um, decor, does that include flowers? Have you already covered flowers in that? No. So we haven't figured out, uh, any of that yet. I'm a little behind on that. Okay. Awesome. Um, so when it comes to like saving money on flowers, obviously like less is more, there's a lot of things that you can do to decorate that don't include fresh flowers. And I also, um, like to say, like, don't be afraid to go faux. <laughs> um, and so whether that means like arranging like silk arrangements yourself, or there's like some great companies out there that do rental arrangements that you, you know, they ship them to you and you set them up and you use them and send them back. Something Borrowed Blooms is one that I personally know of and recommend. Um, but, you know, I think with the vibe that I understand you're going for, like cozy um, and like intimate, like I'm a big fan of greenery and I think it mm. can really like warm up a space and give you a little bit of color and texture without costing a ton of money. Totally. I love that. So, Alex, I know this venue is like music based and you were like, I really want it to feel like a prom. She doesn't really have a DIY uh, or she doesn't have a day of coordinator, which may impact installations. But are there fun things that maybe she could ask the venue to help her hang that will give it like a prom vibe? So maybe we're not focusing like I'm seeing maybe some candles acting like a real cool light show because lights are included. But is there are there any sustainable ways to hang some things maybe? Or am I getting ahead of myself? (laughs) No, I don't think you're getting ahead of yourself at all. I love the creativity. I think when it comes to like hanging stuff, like like greenery garlands, I think can really Mm. make an impact. And not only that, you could you could hang them. They make a great like focal um, point for like the ceremony, even like for your altar. But then for the reception, you could put them on your tables if you have long tables. I think yeah, like hanging things if you have the opportunity to do that. Like zip ties are a really great way to fast and, um, you know, garlands to different surfaces. Um, and like fishing line is always great, but Mm. it also depends on like how much time and access you have to the venue in advance to set it up. Or if like the venue is going to help you with some of those things, if you don't have a coordinator on site on the day. All right. Those are great things to consider. Alex, did you have anything in mind right now when you're thinking of decor that you're like, I'm weighing between this versus this? Is there something we can help you make a decision between? Yeah. So something I really want, but can't decide how to do it, especially in a sustainable way is I would love, I love a disco vibe. I would love disco balls. I would love like that sparkly bright, uh, aesthetic, but I don't know how to do it. And if there's a right way to do it and really how to go about that. So if you have any advice there, I would love that. I love that. You could totally incorporate little disco balls onto your centerpieces as well on the tables and have them hanging around and get those like, you know, just the light like fractals that come from that, like will really play off any lighting you have in the venue too. I love that. I love it Awesome. You can even just buy a lot of them and like put them in corners and clusters and 
just so it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's hung if you're like, I may not have the time for that. Cluster them around the room and just bigger bounties and it might make a cool impact. But I really think working with that lighting vendor you got in-house to see if they can strobe that bad boy around and make little speckles on the floor would be really cool. And just another point would be focus on how you're designing your space with tables. You've only got 55 guests and you the fair is not a plated meal it's sandwiches so maybe you're configuring this room to be more of like a reception like you're saying like a prom like you're getting a couple of high boy tables and like Jessica's saying just add that greenery in there get some disco balls on the floor and I think you can walk into just a really great space with impeccable lighting throw some votives on the tabletops and be on your way (laughs) yes what would you say are some of the best places to find some kind of cheap good wedding and cheap is a some economical wedding decor yeah we don't like we don't like the word cheap we're all about savvy we like savvy it's like what's going to save me time money and stress that's what the definition of savvy is to me and so I'm a big fan obviously like Amazon could not be more convenient like it's evil it is what it is but um, (laughs) uh, it's dangerous I would say how convenient it is but um, you can find a lot of great stuff on there another great one is event decor direct I think a lot of event industry professionals get um, some of their rental items there. You can find like a treasure trove of things on their website. Also, um, Coil Wholesale is another one that I recommend. And eFavor Mart. Those are just a few that I have off the top of my head, especially if you're looking for like, uh, I think you'd definitely be able to find like disco balls and like things like Mm. that to kind of zhuzh it up. Jessica, do you think there are even like, we had another guest on who talked about Facebook groups. And just thinking out loud, like sometimes, every, you know, people are DIYing and buying a lot of things and then trying to sell them. Do you yes. think there are like group chats or Craigslist or other resources where we may be able to find pre-used elements? A thousand percent. Yes. I would definitely recommend looking for Facebook groups in your local area. Obviously, if you don't have to ship something, that saves you money and Mm. convenience. Um, But you can also open yourself to a wider variety of items to choose from if you look on some of the like resale websites. So there's a few that I know of. There's one called Wedding Swap, which is good to check out. A lot of like Mm. couples will um, post. It's almost like a like a little marketplace for used items, used wedding items. Wedsy is another great one. Um, and so you can like actually find stuff that like other couples have used or some stuff is even new that they're selling on these um, like app marketplaces, specifically wedding related. So it's it's great. It's not just like an eBay. It's more focused on wedding stuff. So you can find some really great things there. And buying something that's already been used by another couple is like more sustainable, right? So I love that too love and then let's say alex goes and buys 500 disco balls okay that's a lot we're gonna say she's gonna buy like (laughs) 75 (laughs) one call me and then i'll come help you get them but what to do with that decor once you've bought it and now like you're now gonna have to try and sell it yourself so maybe that does impact your decisions but tell us more about what to do after we've bought a mass yeah, I mean, I think taking advantage of those those marketplace apps is great. It's a great way to pay it forward and make sure those items are getting used by another couple and enjoyed on their wedding day, I think is is a great thing to do. And, you know, if you want the more convenient option, you can try it to sell it locally. But I've heard of many people in like our community at Budget Savvy Bride who say, 
you might be waiting for a longer time if you're trying to sell them locally. <laughs> so if you want to recoup your investment as quick as possible, um, a lot of times like it's free to list things and maybe it charges you a small amount like when you when you sell the items, but it helps you unload them. That is if you don't want to like repurpose them in your home, maybe not 500 of them, but maybe you would want to put some in a shadow box or something like that. I love when couples kind of like repurpose their wedding decor in their home after mm. the big day because it just serves as like another little visual reminder of those memories. Love. Let's I think that's a great transition to maybe even gifting. Like maybe you're giving away some of this stuff to the guests. Like pick a pick a disco ball, any ball is your ball. Like let's roll. But talk to us about maybe how we can use that. And actually I have another thought. Is it better than to rent? Just general decor other than maybe trying to buy it all yourself. It can be, you know, it's one of those things like you don't really know until you price it all out, which does take time. Um, but if you are on a really t tight budget, like it, it's worth it to really compare like the costs. Yeah. Um, and it also depends on like what's available from like your local vendors that you're working with. Um, but in terms of gifts, like I love that if you have like the tiny disco balls, that would be so cute to like let people <laughs> take them home. Um, <laughs> I love that. But, um, in general, like I'm not a big fan of like the personalized tchotchkes that have like your monogram and wedding date on it. People like, let's all yeah. be honest with ourselves. Like people don't want that. It's going to end up yeah. in, in the bin. Um, I'm a big fan of like an edible wedding favor. If it's like a little treat at the end of the night, like a cookie or one of your, like you and your partner's like favorite sweets um, or treats. Anolis. Like I think, mm -hmm. oh yeah, like you can get real creative. <laughs> um, yeah. Or, it's, or just something that maybe is more like personalized to the guests, but that usually takes some like time and effort and energy. So um but yeah, uh, it, it's also like if you are into like sustainability or charitable work or things like that, like making a donation in lieu of favors, I think Love. is a totally amazing um, option uh, these days too. Like you're you're already like feeding and watering and boozing everyone. So like <laughs> an extra gift like isn't always necessary. Agreed. Alex, what do you think? Are you, you're hung up on, do I gift them? Are you thinking like a welcome bag or like a gift at the reception or what are you, what's your, what's your thoughts right now? Yeah. So it's funny. I wasn't really uh, thinking too hard into it. And then my mother-in-law love her, but she's very much on our case about what are we providing for the guests? We need to make sure there's a gift for them. Um, so we've been like, huh, what should we do? And I think we're, some ideas we had are uh, perhaps, but this will take a long time, I'm thinking, um, go to thrift stores and try to find like main mugs that we could give each of our guests, uh, a mug for each guest, and kind of do like a whoopie pies are big here and do like a whoopie pie with the mug. Um, or we were thinking, because that might be a lot, uh, maybe a photo booth. I was looking at different uh, options online where you can kind of rent a photo booth and it gets mailed to you and you set it up and it comes with the printer and everything. So I was thinking, one of those. Um, but I love the idea of the donation as well. I think there's a lot to kind of noodle with on my end too. Agree. I love that. Agreed. It's always the parents, like the old, the old school kind of vibes. Like you have to give a favor. No, no mom. Actually we don't. <laughs> don't, don't. I, I mean, I am pro welcome bag. I will say because everyone is coming to Portland, Maine. So I think like you're saying, Sometimes when you're hosting a destination wedding like that, when it's a destination for everyone else, they don't have time to go out into the city and really venture out. So if you can bring the destination to them, like if you were at Cape Cod, get them just a bag of those Cape Cod chips, a good like glass bottle of water type of thing and 
put it together. But like you're saying, if maybe at their hotels, when they get there, you have a little whoopie pie and a, I think a thank you note, just showing your love and you can handwrite mm-hmm. that easy peasy instead I'm of shopping all over the world. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anything, but I'm like a words of affirmation person. So to me, that's okay. just like candy. Same. You know what I mean? Same. <laughs> you love me and think I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Jessica, is there anything else that you'd love the listeners to know more about or things to think about, you know, when they're, let's say they're freshly engaged and they're like, I need to put together a budget for the wedding. Alex gave some great advice earlier is like, prioritize what's important to you. But what would you say is like a pro tip for being budget savvy? Yeah, I think prioritization is truly key, like really sitting down with your partner and discussing like all the various aspects of a wedding day and what actually matters to the two of you. Uh, Mm. Because there's going to be a lot of external opinions from family members. And of course, you're gonna be potentially influenced by things you've seen other friends and family do, or even celebrities that we see on Instagram. And so really getting clear on a like what is feasible and realistic for the two of you budget wise, either by yourselves or with the help of family, if they're kind and generous enough to be um, contributing to the cause. Uh, and then, yeah, just just really sticking to your priorities and um, and also like what what matters to you, like your values when it comes mm-hmm. to the wedding. Yeah, a good intention. Yes. What would you say to some of our listeners who maybe have an MOG or an MOB in the background saying we need things, but maybe they're not giving the dollars? How do you have a communication? <laughs> about, well, if you want it, baby, you're going to have to pay for it in the (laughs) nicest way that is possible. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's, there needs to be, this is something we're working on, actually, like a a series of like scripts of like how to respond (laughs) to unsolicited opinions. Um, (laughs) I think, yeah, you have to kind of set some boundaries where that's concerned. You know, if, if they are financially contributing already, kind of like setting some expectations up front and ground rules for like what like their weight of their opinion, you know, how, Mm -hmm. how much that will influence the decisions you're making. Or, um, if you are just like, no, we want to do things our way and we don't really want to take their opinions into account, then maybe bypass taking the funds from them. In in general, I would say just being like respectful and saying like, I, you know, thank you. I understand like, that's something you like might feel is important, but like, this is, our wedding and we've discussed it and like this isn't necessarily something that's important to us and so for that reason we're maybe opting to do something else Mm. um i think the most important thing is like tone right and being respectful and like courteous and like you know it is it is a lot of emotions especially when like finances are involved yep Take them so. out to dinner and then break the news. We love them. Because I love a mom. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I will respect a mom, but baby. It can be. Um, it can <laughs> be easier said than done, too, I think. But So take them to a public place. Okay. so <laughs> <laughs> You want witnesses. Witnesses must be present. <laughs> exactly. Are there any pro tips or things that you're like, you absolutely need to splurge on this or you sh- I always suggest you have this? and Or do you have some things that you're like, that's not really important? From your perspective, Jessica? 
For me, definitely photography always comes in at like the top of the list because it's one of the things you'll have like tangibly to remember the day, right? Um, it's going to be the source of so many memories. But I mean, this this might be hard to hear, like if you don't currently have one, but like a day of coordinator, like somebody to run point on the day of, um, if you can't afford a full service planner, a lot of people can't. I think the wedding industry as a whole likes to normalize it as if it's like a must and a and a necessary thing. But like, if you've planned most of it yourself, you know, like you, you can do it on your own. And that's what like my whole uh, mission is, is to help people do it for, for themselves if they can't afford to hire a full service planner, but having somebody there on the day of so that it's not all on your shoulders, um, I think is so crucial um, just so you can relax and be present and enjoy the day. And you're not arranging the centerpieces or freaking out about like, oh, I need a hot glue to mm. glue gun to put this thing back together. Like you're the bride, you know, like you want to enjoy it and be present. And like, it's, it's your day, you know? So Alex does not have a DOC yet. That's wedding slang for day of coordinator. Yeah. We talked about it. She, she's going to look for a friend. Hopefully. Yes. At least a mm-hmm. trusted like point of contact. Like even if it's not someone you have officially hired, like give them a nice little gift as a thank you if they're willing to help you out. I mean, we see like at Budget Savvy Bride, like weddings that are done on $10,000 or less in total. And so that's what a lot of these couples are doing. They're getting a family friend or, um, you know, maybe a distant relative who's not like involved in like the wedding party or any Mm -hmm. part of the ceremony to kind of oversee some of that stuff. And it's totally great just to have somebody. And a lot of times they feel really honored to be included and that you would ask them to like take that responsibility on. That's actually how I became a wedding planner is I ended up I, I was a guest and things were going a little left and I ended up stepping in. I missed the dinner. I missed being the guest, Aww. but I ended up helping a friend out and I was like, wow, this is, I like this. So Alex, I think find that organized friend that you love that might yes. be okay with stepping up and doing this for you. I appreciate that for you. Totally. <laughs> and maybe they'll make a career out of it next. <laughs> you might point them in the right direction of success. <laughs> it's so true. I call that I call that the bride hustle. It's like it's yeah. a side hustle, it's a bride hustle. <laughs> I love that. Any other tips, tricks or things they should be mindful of or any resources that you think are helpful Jessica to those that are on this budget savvy mission? Um, maybe budget sheets or things like that or should they check out your website for some really cool resources? Of course, I have to do the shameless plug, right? Do it, honey. <laughs> this is your time. Go. <laughs> uh, well, m- my book is one of the top selling wedding planning books on Amazon. It's called The Budget Savvy Wedding Planner and Organizer. And uh, we've just received so much incredible feedback from the couples who use it from the start of their planning process. There's a really great like exercise in like, the beginning of the book um, all about defining that vision and your values and priorities for your wedding and kind of using that to like guide all of your decisions along the way. So I think regardless if you if you pick up the book or not, like we also have like kind of like a free version on the website. We call it the the 20 questions of wedding planning um, mm. that uh, kind of walks you through like some of those conversations with your partner to get you on the same page so you can like move forward and make those decisions together. And then, yeah, I mean, we have tons of other resources on the website. What I really love is our real wedding section where you can actually browse by like location and by budget and see what other couples have spent on their weddings. And 
we really focus on, you know, the the more savvy end of the spectrum, right? These aren't the fifty hundred thousand dollar weddings. They're ones that are like twenty thousand or less. So it's really helpful to see how far your money can go if you make strategic decisions. And um, I just think there's so much like wisdom to be gained from like other, mm. you know, brides, grooms, you know, other couples who have gone through it before. Um, and then we have tons of printables and all, all sorts of fun stuff on on the website. It's it's a little crazy over there, <laughs> but I we just we it. just love sharing stuff to help uh, couples navigate this process with as less uh, as little stress as possible, and also save some money. <laughs> That's beautiful, Alex. Do you have any final questions for Jessica? I would say, what is the number one thing that one can do um, to ensure that people are having a good time and partying and really uh, doing because I dancing and then we're going to do karaoke also uh, in our venue and display it with the projector. Um, What is the number one thing to ensure people are having fun, especially I'm a little worried because if there's only 55 people, um, is that enough to make a party? I'm assuming, Mm. but would love any advice on that to ensure it's really fun for everyone. It's definitely enough to make a party. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, good tunes, music, super important. Um, and like you're they're going to feed off of your energy, like you and your partner. If you're out on the dance floor dancing, everyone's going to be where the two of you are. And so if you bring that energy, others will follow. Like I've found like that's generally what happens is everyone wants to match the energy of the couple. And so if that's the vibe you're going for, like and getting your wedding party kind of like on the same page and encourage that with everyone. And I think you won't have a problem at all. I 100% agree. I always tell my my couples before we go out in the, the dance floor, they're going to do what you do. So Simon says, honey, like, and tell your <laughs> wedding party to get in line. So as long as y'all are smiling and vibing, they will be too. So Jessica, great advice. Love that. All right, guys. Well, that is it for this week's episode of Betches Brides. Jessica, where can people find you and get some of those resources on social media or online? Yeah, definitely. So our site is thebudgetsavvybride.com. And then on Instagram, we're at budgetsavvybride. Love. And Miss Alex Dolan, where can people follow along with this fabulous wedding you've got planned? Yes, follow along on Instagram at Alex Piscatelli, uh, A-L-E-X-P-I-S-C-A-T-E-L-L-I. <laughs> Whew. Okay, got you. I think we got that one. All right, you guys can follow the show at Bitches Brides on Instagram. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Monday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for listening, and till death do us part. Batches.